Welcome back to the Self-Care Bestie podcast. Today's podcast episode is sponsored by my free 60-minute class called How to Set Boundaries and Take Back Your Power. We're going to be talking all things boundaries, all things natural consequences, and talking about exactly what to do and how to set boundaries nicely so you don't feel like a bad person. I'm also going to be answering your live questions. It's going to be amazing. This live class is taking place on October 21st at 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern inside a private Facebook group. You can get the link to access the group um, by visiting selfcarebestie.com or messaging me on Instagram or Facebook, and I'm at selfcarebestie. Okay, let's dive into today's podcast episode. It's in keeping with the boundary setting theme, all about how to deal with toxic people. Now, I'm not a huge fan of labeling people, but chances are if you've lived long enough, you've encountered a person who could be considered toxic to you. Someone you know is simply not good for you. For one reason or another, this person may have hurt you or harmed you in some way, and whether it happened once or it's happened repeatedly, you feel no desire to be around them as a result. Your inner monologue regarding this person may have been the same from day one. This person is not someone that is good for me to be around. Or maybe it's shifted over time. This person isn't who I thought they were, and now I recognize that it's not good for me to be around them. Regardless, there's a myth out there that I would like to dispel. You do not have to associate with anyone whom you know is not good for you. I repeat, you do not have to maintain relationships with toxic people. Contrary to popular opinion, setting boundaries and doing what is best for you does not make you a bad person, a bad friend, or mean. In fact, going with your gut, trusting your instincts, and doing the difficult but beautiful work of determining how you will allow people to treat you is the epitome of health. It's the epitome of self-care and wellness. And it is the epitome of love because telling the truth and setting boundaries is always a loving act. And only when we are willing to do this difficult but beautiful work will we be able to reap the benefits of maintaining healthy, thriving relationships. Okay, so let's start with the first things first, how to know when to set a boundary or walk away. This is a hot button topic for a lot of people, and it's just a little teaser um, for you before my 60-minute live class on the 21st of October. Okay. Please don't misunderstand me. I'm a huge proponent of believing the best of people and finding compassion for difficult people. But there's a big difference between trying to love someone when they let their not-so-awesome side show, which, I mean, we all do every now and again, and becoming a doormat. So what is the difference? How do you know when to keep showing up, keep trying to love and forgive and find a way to make things better, and how do you know when to walk away? to set firm boundaries, to enter self-preservation mode. Mostly this, a pattern. If a person wrongs you once, okay, we're all guilty of that, right? Nobody's perfect. If a person wrongs you twice, okay, yeah, it happens. Stay in a relationship long enough and it's bound to keep happening, right? Of course it is. What about three wrongs? Well, that's up to you. To be honest, there isn't a magic number of times someone can hurt you before you know it's time to set some strong boundaries or walk away. You have to listen to you, not me or anyone else. 
but perhaps I can be of assistance as you consider these things. The following is a list of what I and most clinicians would consider to be toxic personality traits, a list of warning signs, if you will. One, constantly requires more of you than you are willing or able to give. Two, takes advantage of you or manipulates you or others. Three, consistently invalidates your feelings. Four, never apologizes even when you make them aware they have hurt you. Five, is conceited, thinks they can do no wrong, has a very high view of themselves and a very low view of others, and perhaps you. Narcissistic tendencies all over. (laughs) Six, loves you one minute, can't stand you the next, or makes you feel like you never know what you're going to get in terms of their mood. Seven, is so full of drama all the time that you literally can't even. Eight, disrespects boundaries you or others have set in the past. Nine, is violent, rageful, or abusive emotionally, physically, or sexually. And I want to make it very clear that if this happens one time, please get help immediately. Do not wait. Tell a trusted friend or family member or report this to the authorities or your therapist or a doctor immediately. Do not wait about that one. Okay, so I hope this list can shed a little light on the difficult topic of toxic people. And if any of this sounds familiar to you, let me just say, you do not have to take it anymore. So let, let's talk about how to disengage. The difficult thing for most people when dealing with these toxic relationships is that they aren't easy to get out of, especially if you work with the person or related to them or in general cannot avoid seeing them. The easier thing to do in these cases is just keep the water smooth. And trust me, as a recovering people pleaser, I know a thing or two about this. But what I've come to find, and I hope you will too, is that life is so much better and so much more free when you can find a way to disengage from people who repeatedly treat you terribly. And also, life is too short to be constantly engaged in drama and chaos. Life can be chaotic enough without surrounding ourselves with unhealthy or unstable people. So once you've recognized a toxic person in your life and you've decided to do something about it, you're ready to disengage. You can do that in a number of ways, and it's important to assess each individual situation to determine how best to go about this. You may choose to confront the person gently, speaking the truth in love, of course, and tell them what you've been thinking and feeling. That's very brave and an awesome thing to do. However, you should know that the toxic person is probably not going to receive this well. They will likely give you excuses, deny, or place the blame on you or someone else. Toxic people do not take responsibility for their actions. That's just a given. They do not take responsibility for their actions. So if you decide not to have this conversation, or maybe you've had it before and it didn't go well, that's fine too. In that case, you're going to want to start setting those boundaries. It's often helpful to make a list of what behaviors they've repeatedly done that have made you come to the conclusion that they're a toxic person to you. You don't need to share the list with anyone, but simply use it to process through what was harmful and unhealthy about their interactions with you in the past. Then I would do some journaling or talk to a trusted friend or a therapist about what you will do to prevent these things from happening again in the future because you can't control them, but you definitely can control you. So will you avoid them altogether? Will you change the places you're willing to hang out with them in the future? Think of ways you can change your behavior so that this person is less of a problem for you going forward. And again, 
We're going to get way, way more in depth with this in my 60 minute free class all about how to set boundaries and take your power back on October 21st at 8 p.m. You can sign up on my website or message me. I'm so excited to teach this class. It's such an important topic. So many of my clients struggle with it and I can't wait to share all about it with you so that you can walk away with strategies to actually be able to confidently set boundaries without feeling like a bad person. Okay. Last but not least, I would say remain cautiously optimistic. I want to end on a more positive note because another truth I've come to believe from years of working as as a therapist and being human is this. People always, always, always have the power to change. Even the most toxic person you know is toxic for a reason. They're likely hurting deeply within themselves. And if they awaken to the ways they hurt you, they can always make the choice to start taking responsibility for their past actions and make better choices going forward. But remember, the actions speak louder than words. So receive their words and then look for their actions to change. When someone has repeatedly hurt you, it's crucial to take with what they say with a grain of salt and examine, really, really examine what they do. I hope this podcast can strengthen and encourage someone out there today. I know relationships aren't always easy, and I'm here to help if you need a little extra guidance or support. Lots of love to you guys, and I cannot wait to see you inside my 60-minute class all about boundaries and taking your power back. Look for it on Instagram in my Instagram bio at self underscore care underscore bestie or on my website, selfcarebestie.com or on Facebook on the self care bestie page. I hope to see you guys soon.